It's time for a Swedish Fika with some Swedish fun facts with your host, Pixel Pia. Today, I want to try and paint a picture for you. I want to describe an average Swedish family. This family does not exist. It is a creation of statistics about Sweden and Swedes. But I hope I can paint a picture about life in Sweden. Hi, I am Pixel Pia, and this is a Swedish fika. Let me introduce you to the Andersson family. Andersson is the most common last name in Sweden. The family consists of dad Lars and mom Anna, the two most common adult first names in Sweden. They have two children, a boy and a girl. That is slightly over the average, which is 1.7 children, and their names are Alice, who is nine years old, and Lucas, who is five years old. Lars and Anna met in their early 20s when they both were attending college. After a year of dating, they decided to move in together, and they became sambus, which is a construction from the words samman and boende, which means together and living. To be sambus in Sweden can be closest compared to domestic partnership status in the US. But as they got their first child, they decided to get married, which in many cases simplify many legal issues. They live in the outskirts of Stockholm, the capital of Sweden. So in 2012, they got married. And even though they are not actively religious, like so many other Swedes, they got married in the Church of Sweden. And in 2013, Alice was born. She was later baptized in the Church of Sweden, another tradition that many Swedes still honor, even if they are not actively taking part in church. At this point, they were both working. Lars, as a software developer, the second most common male occupation in Sweden, and Anna as an assistant nurse, the most common female occupation. They lived in a rented two-bedroom apartment at this time and commuted to work on public transportation. When Alice was born, Anna used her right to parental leave. Parental leave in Sweden is rather generous, a total of 480 days, and 90 of them are reserved for the father. During the first 390 days, you will receive 80% of your salary, which is paid by the social insurance system, and for the last 90 days, you will receive a set sum per day of 185 Swedish crowns, or 19 US dollars. During the first 10 days, both Anna and Lars stayed at home thanks to the extra 10 days the father can get during the first 30 days as extra support. Since this was their first child, they decided to both be at home to support each other. Anna then stayed home for 13 months 
while Lars went back to work. After the 13 months, they switched places and Lars became a stay-at-home dad for three months. After these three months, Anna started to work part-time, 20 hours per week instead of the traditional 40 hours full-time work. Alice spent time in preschool, which is very common for children in Sweden. Late in 2016, Anna got pregnant again and they decided they needed a larger home. This time, they bought their own home a four-bedroom house with a small yard for the kids to play in. They moved to the suburbs, which also meant investing in a new car for the family. And when Lucas was born, they once again shared their parental leave time. The Andersons earned a little bit more than the average Swedish family, with a yearly income of $68,000, and they live quite comfortably. In 2020, they decided to invest in a small vacation home on a small island called Gräse, about 100 miles north of Stockholm. There they spend their vacation every summer, four weeks of it. And the fifth week that both Anna and Lars have, they usually use during Christmas to spend time with their kids at home. And if you want to learn more about Swedish Christmas, I have a full episode about the Christmas traditions in Sweden. Today, their daughter Alice is in third grade and Lucas, who is five, goes to preschool. Alice plays soccer in a local soccer team and Dad Lars is one of the trainers of the team. The family also enjoys spending time in nature and often spend their weekends outdoors. During the winter, that includes skiing and ice skating. In the fall, they often spend time in the forest picking berries and mushrooms. Spring is a time for just enjoying the return of the sun and daylight by playing in the park. And as I said, summer is often spent up at Gräse, where swimming, fishing and all kinds of water activities are on the agenda. This is a fictive family based on many average statistics from Sweden. But at the same time, it also depicts a very realistic view of a Swedish family. In my next episode, I will compare Sweden and the US when it comes to work-life balance. This is an area of life where I think we have one of the largest differences in culture between our two countries and one that can lead to many misunderstandings about each other. If that is something that interests you, I would love for you to subscribe to the podcast. And if you are interested in getting updates about what is coming up, you can go to my website swedishfika.com where you can sign up for my newsletter where you will get monthly updates. Now, there is only one thing left to do, and that is to say, as we say in Sweden, Hej då!
can keep up with everything from a Swedish fika on a swedishfika.com or on Facebook or Instagram as a Swedish fika. And you can reach Pixelpia at pixelpia at a swedishfika.com.